Russ, I have, well, everybody, this is big news for everybody and our listeners too. Uh, after two years off the menu, and this, sorry, I'm just finishing up enjoying it right now. Oh, no. After two years, America's favorite egg sandwich is back on the menu. Uh, that's right. If you've been craving the authentic egg sandwich, the one you know and love, McDonald's has brought their bagel and egg sandwich back to the menu. And Russ, I am so happy to be enjoying America's best and favorite egg sandwich. And, and just how hey, many have you hey, eaten since the return? And just to confirm, is the egg in that a perfect circle? Uh, no, it's the luscious handcrafted folded egg that McDonald's is known for as the originator of the egg sandwich. Russ, how many of these McDonald's <laughs> egg sandwiches have you enjoyed since the return, as we're all calling it? I mean, I, I just can't abide. I can't abide. Hey, scooch on down to the bodega and get, and get a egg bagel. And walk past it and then keep going <laughs> past the bodega until you get to the McDonald's Can and you, get a real sandwich. You, I'm sure it tastes pretty bad but i will say the <laughs> steam that this thing gives off is unimagined i don't know what kind of technology they're using to infuse this little egg filled with just with so much steam but it is rejuvenating to this be this counts near. as appropriation i just want to be really clear i know that. well I'll, okay i know that like the goof here is like fresh eggs egg steam right but i can't get past the question of the bagel what the hell does a McDonald's bagel taste like? Oh, is it is it yeah. a soft one or is it a hard one? I don't know one? how they spent the two years but while this sandwich was not on offer, but I know that those two years were not spent learning how to properly <laughs> make a bagel. I mean, I'm sure like, it's like I, a lender's bagel, right? Something like know, that. Probably, I don't want to yeah, split sure. hairs. Uh-huh. Russ. There's actually a few on here, but I'll get them. I'll, <laughs> I'll split them. I don't want to split hairs, Russ, but technically every time you eat egg, it's chicken appropriation so <laughs> something to think about is it something to think am about. i stealing chicken culture by eating their eggs chickens I, don't I, eat I eggs would say, i would say so i would say so yeah no they don't eat them no but they do come out them yeah so, but like just something to think about i don't think culturally speaking i'm matching anything that they're doing no no fr- fresh is just something to think about it's okay. just something to think it's it doesn't you don't to have about. to tear it shouldn't apart. say anything well, no, you can say whatever. Just make sure you're also thinking about it. Okay. It's pretty smart. It's pretty smart. Yeah. My name is Justin McElroy, and I know the best movie of the week. My name is Griffin McElroy, and I am trembling with excitement. It's me, Chris Planta, potentially canceled after this accent. That's one. That's My one. My name is Ross Frostick, and I know the best game of the week. Welcome to the Besties, where we talk about the latest and greatest in home interactive entertainment. It's a video game club, and just by listening, you, my friend, have become a member, but... Uh, not this week, because this week we're taking a step outside of the small screen and stepping right in, like uh, in the Purple Rose of Cairo, into the silver screen. Uh, actually, I guess in reverse, but still into the silver screen with Super Mario Brothers. The Super Mario Brothers movie. I'm yeah. so glad that you've already made a movie reference that will outsnob me for this entire hour. It's great. <laughs> oh, I doubt that very much. The only reason I know about it is that my acting teacher was in Purple Rose of Cairo. That's the only reason that that that, that landed. Hey, should I tell everybody what the Super Mario Brothers movie is? Uh, yeah, Please. I guess it's kind of... Yeah, so the, the Super Mario Brothers it. movie, yeah, it's a Super Mario Brothers movie, but not the one from the 90s. This is a new one, baby. It's computer animated from the wonderful folks at Illumination. You might know them for such wonderful movies as Minions and The Grinch, and such not as wonderful movies as Sing. And that's and it. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. Shots fucking fired. You think you were just going to slip that in? Yeah, I'm, I, I'm here to talk about the truth. That's what our jobs are. As Sing whips ass. If you're going to pull out one that's bad, it's you just say hop. That, that does the trick. Just say hop. Fine. Right oh, there. okay. Uh, Fernando. Such or, great I mean? movies like, as Despicable Me and such not as great movies as hop there you go there we go so yeah we'll talk about it right after this. 
Y'all, you already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, Rocket Money. They make it so easy to get your personal finances on track especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need. Keep the ones you want. Get rid of the rest. Here's how it works. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have and it's worked, which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties rockandmoney.com slash besties all right y'all i need to know about i think before we talk about this film very briefly as briefly as possible i would like to know about your viewing Mm. situation the context under which you uh it's easter sunday afternoon uh yeah uh, uh, theater in bethesda took my son henry who was decked out in his sonic jacket and he brought a sonic a stuffed animal with him for some reason. And we were in a mostly empty theater and we watched and we watched it. It happened. I think I've been to that movie theater. It's yeah. Oh yeah, it's a great one. It's nice. Um I am a voting member of BAFTA. It would surprise everyone to learn. Oh my god. And I was invited to a screening of this movie in Manhattan. So I got a babysitter and my wife and I went and we just chuckled it all up. Have have they heard the accents you do? I cannot believe the British would have. Yeah, they were they that were group. convinced that I was one of them. They were sold on it, huh? Yeah. Mm. All right. All right. Uh, I I I went with Mosey, and it was his first movie in a oh movie theater. Oh my gosh, that's so good. And uh, he had. I would I would say he had a bust. The his favorite moment was they had trailers before it. You know, as they do with yeah. movies. Uh, as they don't often do with movies, they had a, a trailer for the anniversary screening of Flashdance. Whoa. And he jumped out of his seat and he danced. Has and he just started Flashdance? yelling yeah. faster, faster, faster. Whoa. And yeah, love awesome. that's his that you found it. I know. I was like, we should just go watch this movie, man. This <laughs> sounds great. Juice, what about you? Uh I went with I picked up Charlie and Cooper after uh the the their school uh i told uh uh we're going to go see the mario brothers movie charlie said oh man that's great all the kids in my class have been talking about it i heard there's funny songs so the kids are wild about this one yeah and cooper said oh yeah who's mario <laughs> yeah. so that was it was uh but they but we went to the pullman square uh, Cinemark there and had ourselves a heck of a time. That's uh, what's good. You get you get the range there. You have like a yeah, range of whole, knowledge. Whole thing. Is, Are yeah. we just dancing around talking about the movie because <laughs> it there's it there's not I a lot of movie I, in this. I think we have to summarize to sink your the plot. Teeth into there, huh? Oh, uh, summarize the plot. I think we have to okay, sure. Uh, Mario and Luigi get teleported into the Mushroom Kingdom, and Bowser. Is f- just fucking things up, and so Peach is like, "We gotta get the Donkey Kongs to help," and they get the Donkey Kongs to help, but then they don't, and then they go back home and they fight Bowser. Also, Luigi gets kidnapped. Yeah, sure. yeah, Luigi yes, gets kidnapped. We're not rescuing the princess. We're he gets, rescuing Luigi. Luigi gets chased by a horde of dry boneses, uh, World War Z style, in a sequence that was, I would say, pretty scary for a child. Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty scary start to the Mushroom Kingdom adventure. I would say mm. if we're just like give, giving notes for Super Mario Brothers movie two, maybe next time don't have a, like a really scary, scary part in it. Would be but a that's in the for that's in the games. So you got to be authentic. Not that. Yeah, no. There's a, in the games. I don't think there's a scene where a dry bones is being melted by lava while holding <laughs> onto Luigi's foot and trying to pull him into the lava to kill him. <laughs> 
to fucking kill his ass. That there's was lot, Mario One Twenty Eight. There's a lot of bad boys out. in this movie there's, that are just trying to fucking kill Luigi. There's a lot of darkness in this movie. There's a lot. Mm. There's a lot. Oh well. Okay. Before we get into that, I do want to say some nice things because I don't want to like go straight into just you know NBA Jam Dunk Fest. I think this movie is like perfectly fine. It is mm-hmm. the definition of yeah. a fine kids movie. I think it's a little disappointing for me because I actually like. Illumination movies a lot. I think the Grinch movie is legit fantastic. It's good. I look I look forward to watching it a hundred times every season. And Despicable Me One is also very, very good. Tower it towers over uh Opie's version of the, so, uh, the, and, the, uh, the story. I was gonna say Sing Two, but I just recently learned that this is not a safe space. No, no, go ahead. You're, it's okay. Kind of dialogue. No, I haven't okay. seen Sing I'll, Two. I'll save it. I have other podcasts I do, Chris, with people who will will Support lift me up in my Sing fandom. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, we haven't even talked about trolls. Is that them? <sighs> oh, <God>. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, I I think they make really good things. I think they they are great at um, creating incredible beautiful worlds and unfortunately the mario series has that which they did it does not have any story really to work with that's compelling (laughs) and uh wow you you can just feel it and that i think for me it felt like watching an hour and a half of of the game on like hardware that won't exist for another couple decades yeah, that's I, fair. I mean, it's you. You say there's no story, but if you look to the like Paper Mario series, like Thousand Year Door and sure. stuff like that, I actually think the writing in those games is like head, shoulders, and feet above the writing in this. Which, again, I actually did enjoy the movie. I had a good time, but I I agree with Planet being like it was fine. It, well, it checked the boxes of what it needed to do, but from a financial standpoint, I think it did exactly what it needed to do, which yeah. is A, make a ton make of a money. billion dollars. And yeah. B, set up the idea that like, there's going to be fucking 20 of these in the next few years. Yeah, and already so, rumors yeah. of a Donkey Kong spinoff, which is- Oh, please sorry. Oh, thank God. Yeah, which, which uh, unfortunate. Big golden ray of light for me is, oh, yeah? is Donkey Kong in this film? Oh my god. Really? Were you not Are you serious? Oh wow. Are you you I'm yes. I'm genuinely shocked. When I have I have a I'm video. The That's the only Dude, the I'm only being 100% choice that they only made. best choice they make is fucking Himbo Donkey Kong uh voiced by Seth Rogen. Yeah, I didn't fucking have an issue with the casting. Great. I just thought that No, it's the art. I mean, okay, if we're going to talk about it with the, with slightly less rose-colored glasses cuz like if you take your kids, they're going to enjoy the movie. Yeah. Yes. Like and you know what, honestly, in a way, I appreciate something that is not attempting to be four quadrant entertainment. Like, yeah. sure, you, you yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah. They're well, really I mean, not trying. I think it you is know what trying. I mean? It's like, is your kids? You take your kids. Your kids like it. It's a kids movie. It's for kids. Um, but they're even with a kids movie, and I don't mean that in a, in a derisive way necessarily. I'm saying like a movie that is targeted at kids. You got to have some. The character has to do something and change in some way, and I feel like. Nintendo's influence on this is that like Mario is just has to be. Do you know what he's it reminded me of? Mario. Yeah, he has. It remind me of the Jesus thing. <laughs> it reminds okay. me of that. There's so little fault right with Mario. There's nothing really wrong with Mario. He just has to like sacrifice himself for all of he's us. He's Batman. Mario's Batman, and and that's no, the thing about Batman's Batman movies. Mario, Mar- yeah, yeah, Batman has trauma. But, well, yeah, he doesn't. Ch- Mario doesn't change throughout this entire movie. It's like Mario wants to do something. He doesn't. He's exactly the same at the begin. At the beginning of it, him and Luigi are like brothers. Stick together. We can do anything if we work together. We're very supportive and we love each other very much. And that is exactly where they end. Okay, the movie. like well, Luigi gets the change. Well, that's well, the thing, theory. and yeah. that's what I wanted no. to say. So Luigi, the the real crime of this movie, and again, I I did enjoy myself, but the real crime of this movie is how little Luigi gets to do in this movie, because really all he is is like, maybe there's probably like 10 minutes of Luigi screen time in this movie. If and that, dude. If, if that. that. And it, if I had my druthers, I'm sorry, Griffin, but if I had my druthers, cut the entire Kong sequence, yes. entire like just rip it from the movie, sure. and just give Luigi more things to do, specifically Luigi being a coward and afraid and scared of ghosts or whatever the fuck he does so that by really the end of the movie spoiler yeah. alert when he does something brave it's like this major step for him and that's it character really hit i was it like halfway hit. there 
Was I was expecting like- it at any second. Uh, there's a bit. How spoilery are we going to get with this fucking flick, gang? I mean, I, I'm pretty. Yeah, like let's the entire just go world for it. Okay. saw it. I, I know okay, that there are sure. some listeners who didn't. I, there just is so little story. It's fine. Here. Listen, what I'm about to say. There are people who are going to laugh at the fact that I was worried about this being a spoiler. Bowser's got the superstar. He's like, I'm just going to marry me. He's like, fucking superstar. And and the the whole movie, Luigi is also this terrified little shell of a man. And then, but the whole time in the last battle, Mario's getting his ass kicked. You're like, Luigi's going to step up. You're going to use that superstar. He's going to get brave. He's going to fight everyone. But then, like, they both kind of do it. He, like, does something else instead. And then Mario and Luigi are like, let's both get the superstar. And it's like, man, again, it seemed like Mario could have taken a back. I think it would have been interesting, subversive. Yes. Fucking anything. If maybe Mario was needed to rely on his his little scared brother for a change. It really felt like they were setting that up, and I do not know that they they paid it off. But in I lieu of that, they didn't yeah. do that. They did do Donkey Kong instead. Yeah, Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong is interesting. Rules. Yeah. They made a choice with Donkey Kong because he doesn't have to be the er the er man who is pleasing to all people, right? He can have the slightest bit of like hubris and or or, you know, character. And then by the end of it, he like has a bit of a relationship change with his dad who sees him for who he is, which Mario does not like. It's just, I, I, they just didn't do anything interesting with Mario. And I understand why they can't write. It's hard. It's kind of like writing a, an interesting Superman movie, like, because right. you can't, you can't actually challenge him. Right. He's Mario. He's, he has to be. And kind well, of and like, it's the characters around that character, that are character that are doing more interesting things because they can change. But that's how you and, have to structure the film. Yeah. Right? Like, that's how you ha- you have to build it that way. So you see, like, maybe the princess doubting herself, which also you don't ever... Like, ever, that ever. That doesn't happen. Like, I just wish a, a little bit more character choices because I do think that even what I said with about it being a kid's movie and it kind of sounded like Damn with the Faint Praise, I do think that the movies that kids can return to over and over again have a little bit more character and 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 narrative and plot than than this does. Yeah, that's interesting. This while watching it and again my, my son is too young to like really do movies quite yet, but while watching I was thinking this is so light on character and stuff. It sort of seems like the thing that would just be played on loop in the background as like black background noise. Yes. I said the exact thing. I told Rachel when I got home she was like how's the movie? I was like it we are going to just kind of have it on in the background. Yeah. On the weekend, because you can just pop in. With there's no like shit. moment where it's like, oh, no. we, you know, there's no like character slow. You do not need sound for this movie, except for Bowser's songs. I, I think shit. you could the enjoy Bowser this songs, movie perfectly fine without sound. Really good, like compositions of like classic Mario tracks. I, I was going to say of them actually is, that I did question without sound, maybe without dialogue, but the music <laughs> in this I thought is the superstar of the entire. Like I think it's the most successful. <laughs> Except for me, the for fucking me. needle drops that are constant. Yeah. Well, before before we get to that, I want to get to the the orchestration. I think it is beautifully done. It is very cool to hear these like very epic, you know, full orchestra versions of Mario songs. It felt cheesy as hell. <laughs> like I, yeah. I I like it really. There were just so many things in this movie that every time I thought I was getting, like getting into it, something like that would like a one a needle drop would happen, but two it would be like this is a big moment, boo doo boo doo boo boo, <laughs> and it's like yeah, I, it's no, safe. Oh, you're having a bit of fun here. I that don't is, think that that's no, it was it was uh, okay. No, that no, that was that was not. There were a couple off. times that was not. Yeah. Thank you. No, yeah, I mean it's fair. You, okay. <laughs> Sorry, Griffin. Sure. The needle drops. It's just, it's just, there's, there's a lot of, st- here's what's frustrating about this movie. I understand that it is a, a, a risk averse project. You can still make a choice or two though, that it, the audience maybe wasn't expecting. For example, here's a fun exercise for the listener. If you did not see the film, there's a scene where Princess Peach takes Mario out back of the castle and a bunch of blocks float up and they do a training montage. What? Licensed song. <laughs> Did they use for the training montage? <laughs> Did you say holding out for a hero? Because yeah, fucking yes. Like, it could have been I have a hero. Tiger. Take on me for some reason. Thunderstruck. Wait, wait, wait. Don't uh, skip ahead of take on 80s. me. Wait one second. Because this is my There's favorite needle drop stuff. in the movie is take on me. Take on yeah, me yeah. Works great. happens because they show up in Kong Country and the first person they meet in Kong Country is a, a Kong, like a random Kong, 
who is dressed in a white blazer 80s style for yeah. no reason who hops yeah. in his cart and drives them around <laughs> to take on me. I don't- They're 80s, because the Kongs are all like 80s. Are they? Vi- like, Kong is like an 80s vibe, right? He's got like, he's he's kind of like a beefcake for yeah. one of those. Yeah, it's like yes. a- I don't know. That's it's the vibe. Good. They're also kind of doing a Mad uh, Max thing. There's there's a lot of different flavors in the mix. I, I just want to be clear about something, because Griffin and I have been very, like, even the Kong stuff is like, it's better than the bad stuff, but it's not like <laughs> go see this one for go like my mother in law has been telling me I got to watch the blacklist just for James Spader. <laughs> this is not that, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is not that. This is uh, this is just like a, a pleasant what? a pleasant spot in the f- in the film. I don't even know like from like a. I mean, I'm glad you like the Kong. I don't know what the bad stuff is. It's just all fine. That's, some I mean, of the some that, of the yeah, some I, of the writing's quite bad. I, I, some I, of the writing is say. quite bad. Yeah, there's there's scenes where you can tell that they're like, we need to do this story beat because it has to happen. Obviously, Mario has to meet the princess, um, and then there was some sort of weird uh, time accountant who was like, "You get thirteen seconds," and they're like, "Fuck, thirteen seconds? That's not a lot of time for dialogue." Um, okay. You have a scene here where Peach is uh, Mario's going to talk to Peach about maybe he's from her world, and then the time accountant's like, "You have four seconds," and I'm like, "Holy shit, time accountant!" Okay, just have her say it's a big universe with lots of galaxies. What's that fucking mean? Like, there's so many times in this movie egg? where it's is it an Easter That's egg that, that they mentioned uh, the word galaxy and yeah, there's a no, galaxy? I, in. <laughs> I, I, I think <laughs> what she has alluded to there is that if this movie makes a billion yeah. dollars, Nintendo will open its yep. galaxy-wide asshole uh-huh. and it, shit as much of this stuff down your yeah. throat as you want. <laughs> there is, there is. We are all maybe except for Russ, just because your kid is a little young for going to the films. But like, there is a there's a sliding scale. My metric for judging movies that are aimed at kids has changed because of some of the movies that have come out in the last three or four years. The last movie I went and saw in theaters with Henry before this was Puss in Boots. That movie, as anybody who has kids who took them to it will say, beats ass, is so good and surprising and has all of has a lot of stuff going for it that is unpredictable. I would say that's probably the biggest thing I'm looking for if I'm going to see a movie is to not just let it kind of wash over me. I would say I had the, about the same viewing experience with this film, which I unfortunately I have with the Paw Patrol film, which is <laughs> just like, yep, okay, yeah, of course, yeah, that's what Marshall does next. It's the kind of the, I kind of yeah, felt the same you're exact waiting, way about a good this comparison one. because both have great action sequences, though. Right, great action sequences, it is really, really well directed. I wanted to mention just because I it, it helped to contextualize it for me. The movie is directed by Aaron Horvath and Michael Jelinek, who I, I know from uh, Teen Titans Go. They are oh. like the showrunners of that for its entire run. Love that um, show. And they absolutely- And the movie was great. Const- yeah, the movie was great, right? Which they also directed. I, I feel like the problem here is really, it, it, I, it's not with the direction, I don't think. I, it feels like the hand of Nintendo being really hesitant to take any sort of chance. Yeah, there can be no I, characters. Okay, yes, but I'm right. gonna I'm gonna counter that by saying there is one character, and I think you all know exactly who I'm talking about, who actually comes out of left dig, field and has dug. some laughs dig, to them. Racist Dig Dug was yeah, I thought that was weird too, Russ. <laughs> dig Dug <laughs> No, the, having Dig Dug in it weird. <laughs> having it be a huge racist, super racist, super, overtly racist. Super weird. Yeah. Uh, I'm no, talking about the, of course, the depressive star from Super Mario Galaxy, who clearly oh, was like no. there from a like. It felt like it's so out of character for the rest of the movie, and actually elicited laughs in the audience, and it felt like a punch up moment, where it was like someone was brought in who has like actual <sighs> more talent and was able to like, hey, let's do something weird and left field, and that. I would imagine, like, scored very highly with people. I, so, I guess. Uh, the Blue no, Star is, is my, my, my number one gripe of this movie. Yeah, I think and it's it, up it, there for me, too, it, pal. It's not, it's not that it's bad, because you're right. It's, they I, they I think do the joke too long. It's, well, it, okay, so the Blue Star, the whole joke is it's the Blue Star from Super Mario Galaxy, and the Blue it's Star cute. wants to die. The Blue yeah. Star it sounds like a three-year-old who who wants to literally kill itself because it wants to be free of the sweet pain of of existence. Yeah, and like very very good. That would that would be very cool in in a different movie. Extremely weird to have a movie that has no jokes. 
But one thing this movie does a lot, which I do not remember happening in pretty much any other kids movie, is talk about death a lot. A lot. A, a lot. lot. Like, every character is like, I am going to kill you. I want you to die. And then you have that. And, uh, hey, not a fun hang afterwards. Yeah, it's really uh, weird. It, that's a really weird place that Nintendo, you feel like, could have stepped in and be like, <laughs> yeah, eh, we don't really, people kind of get squished. Um, even the Koopas just become shellless. Yeah. yeah. And, and, like, or, or like do one or the other. Like if it wants to be like more like a PG, like one of those like, uh, I don't know, the dudes who made 21 Jump Street, Lego movie, right? Like if you yes. want to go for that sort of like, I don't know, like 10 years ago, Hey, I'm on Twitter and it's a hell site. Ugh, I want to die. Like, fine, whatever, go for it. it or, it's outdated, or, <laughs> but like, go for it. You know, the movie also talked about death a lot, but it had something to fucking say about it. Puss in boots. Puss in boots. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, man, this movie really, in the three days that have passed since I've seen this movie, I feel like I have disliked it more and more just because it didn't, it, I, I it feels like I get that you can't do a ton with these characters. But you can do, like, something, you can do something with them, uh, and that would have been just one, just one cool choice. You mentioned the blue star in any other movie, that would have been one joke. Yeah. One one joke delivered once. But this movie has so little sort of, like, it, fe- it felt like we need to, to add jokes. Like we need to add seven jokes, yeah, yeah. and it they, can't be They definitely the ran people. into the ground, so to speak. Um, <laughs> real quick, I tell you, wait, I want to say two really fascinating things. The first one is uh, this movie made me like Sonic more. Uh, <gasps> yep. Boy, can I oh, tell the you Sonic movie? You mean. Can I tell you my, the proudest moment of my entire fucking life? We are in this movie. We are in the middle of the Donkey Kong sequence. My son turns to me, does not understand volume, and loudly says, "Can we watch the Sonic movie?" Hell yes. yeah! I have yes. never I mean, that's been the highlight happier. of the film for me. So I'm surprised at when he delivered that. I, well, afterwards a, we did a movie review, and I, I asked him. I said, "What was your favorite part?" And he said, "The the Bowser song." And I said, "What was the part you did not like?" And he took a very long minute and said, mm, "The Donkey Kong song." Oh wow! Okay. I'm sorry. Wow. That's just you just didn't click for it. And all they say is DK rap. There's not even more than that. Uh, that yeah, over so and over again. That I like Sonic's. Wow, Sonic's really good. Um. The other thing I wanted, I need to unpack a little bit, guys, is the presence of Charles Martinet in this film. Oh, yeah. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Two, two roles. It's large in the most, con- and it's so, con- no, 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 it's very, very, very confusing. Why? I need to understand Giuseppe. Okay, is Giuseppe his dad or the other guy? Hey, but his dad, uh, Giuseppe's the other guy. Okay. Help me. There's a guy that's kind of like Mario. Yeah, yeah, At and the he's beginning... voiced by Charles Martinet. And it, when he says, "Is my Italian accent too much?" Mario asked this about his commercial. This guy Giuseppe turns around and says, "Too much? It's a perfect wahoo!" Okay, right. it's Charles Martinet yeah. there. Okay, yeah. And then Mario's dad is in it later, and it's also Charles <laughs> Martinet. I cannot fucking understand it, guys. What's the deal with Giuseppe? What do you mean? I, he's just like a friend of the. I don't he, think he's a real person. I think he's like in Mario's head. What do you? I t- think he's in Chris Pratt's head. I don't. I, I think honestly Chris Pratt, don't understand. I, he's definitely what, in his head. Are you okay? There's a guy that's dressed like Mario. Yeah, I remember the like scene. Mario, you understand? I know that the much, scene, right? Yes, at the beginning, okay. and okay. he's basically justifying why Mario doesn't. Mario doesn't speak like Mario. Right. It's. I think it's. I think for what they tried to accomplish it's there, which is Chris funny. Pratt's gonna kind Chris Pratt's gonna kinda do I imagine they got Chris Pratt in the studio. They're like, You're Mario now, baby. And he was like, Hell yeah. And they're like, Step up to the plate. And he steps up to the plate and they're like, All right, man, l- just you know what? Let's just get a few clean takes, just start letting them rip. And he was just like first take, just like it's a go meatball. <laughs> and they're like, No way, dude, you gotta rain that the fuck fuck in and he took the dial and turned it down to like four percent and then they were like okay but is it still kind of weird that he's doing four percent of like a huge italian accent and they're like what if we get the original mario in there to literally say the words like you you crack he may as well just say you got that's it chris chase that should be his line in the movie that's it chris the magic was in you all along this is okay by me real mario now now this other guy is he Italian? And it was like, um, no. But, but. a lot of people <laughs> think 
Okay, I love. Can I guys say I love this? I love this direction. Can we use him twice? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's kind of like us paying tribute to Charles Martinet, but we'll do it twice. We'll it would have been twice. less confusing if just the film had opened, showed the Nintendo opening logo, black screen. Charles Martinet walks out and he's like, "Hey guys, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine." <laughs> I've been doing. First of all. On two account, two things to worry about here. I'm being replaced. It's fine. The Chris Pratt's a huge Hollywood actor. It's going to happen. The, all the appropriation. Imagine, the, imagine my face on a McDonald's cup, y'all. It just ain't going to happen. Okay, it's fine. All the appropriation stuff. The other thing. I've been doing this a long time. Just hearing about it now, huh? Okay, I'll talk to you guys later. Check you later, Martinet out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Martinet's like, yeah, I think it is really terrible. He's already been Italian, everybody. Get him. I can't believe he did this. Uh, okay. Um, God, guys, I hadn't looked at the box office. This movie made a lot of money. It's probably going to be the biggest wow. movie of the year. Do you know how many people are going to be furious with us because of this? They're going to they're gonna be like, why don't you just l- learn to have fun? No. We're going to get a lot. Uh, there, I had, I had okay. fun at times. In the I movie. had fun. It's just I'm it was crediting just, this for exactly what it is. Like, yeah, I said, but Sega does what Nintendo don't. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'm a sorry. Really great point. Hey, Bowser's uh, great. Jack Black's great. That's true. Yeah, Bowser's an interesting take. Yeah, just and it is a core more. kids movie. Like, a, yeah, like you were making the point about the four quadrant thing. Like, although there are references that like for uh, to like uh, fucking Wrecking Crew, whatever it is, like to old people, like. 98% of this movie is just for kids, and clearly yeah. that is the winning combination because it yeah, made a fuckload so. of money, and all the kids except for Mosey loved it. Well, he was fine. Uh, <laughs> it, it was all the Easter eggs. I think that's for like the adult stuff. They're like, yeah, let's make a, let's make a general. The, uh, yeah. yeah, but I mean, they're like uh, the, the background of this movie, it's like a wash. You know, it's a yeah. It they clearly a cared, not just Nintendo. Like the the filmmakers clearly cared. Oh, 100%. to jam every single frame with fucking boomerang flowers and whatever else. And yeah. and like I got a kick out of that stuff, even though I know it's low hanging fruit and like totally. What, what was pandering. your like? Did you have a favorite of those things? Uh, a favorite reference to like a random nothing that jumps out. But I, uh, I whenever I saw Kate. them, I was like, oh, that's fine. I mean, I liked the, even though it was very telegraphed, the, like, dry bones, like, dying and then Luigi cheering and then it coming back to Come life back. was like, yeah, I got a kick out of that. It was funny. There's a King Bob Um. Oh, yeah, the crowd has a lot of, uh, in the, at the wedding, is has a lot I, of people. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. Uh, it is also funny to see how many people like ev- the reviews that talk about it being ninety minutes. That is like the best thing about this movie is that you. I, I love that it's minutes. ninety-two minutes. Is like, oh, you guys. Crushed. Oh, you know what? I think this could could have not been an origin story, and shaved off some time there, and put more time in the I don't know Luigi Redemption arc or whatever. Something. Just have them be plumbers who work at There's the great- Mushroom Castle. That's cool. There was a great musical called Super Claudio Bros that was produced as like it was kind of a fringe thing. Um, I saw it in DC, uh, and it was very much about like Luigi always feeling inferior, and then Mario dies at one point, and Luigi has to like kind of take it. The Luigi stand-in has to kind of take over. Now I'm not saying that they should have killed Mario, <laughs> <laughs> but something like that, just like a little bit more. But again, like I don't know. Kids will like it. That's sure. f- it's and great, I, and I also want to give props because we haven't done it yet. We've Whoa. talked a little bit about the song, but Jack Black, as he always does, but especially here, totally Elevates. fucking owns that character and does an amazing job and clearly gave a lot of shits to like yeah. sell every scene that he's in. It's it's really hard. Like I, It's funny. I had just done voiceover for something else. I was feeling really bad about myself. And then I went and saw this movie and somehow felt even worse. Like the 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 amount of like energy and and power he is bringing to that when he's just like standing in a booth is real. I think really incredible. Honestly, it's it's like a really really good good performance. For I him. think next next Mario movie because they're definitely gonna make another one of them is going to have that you know 
uh, Paper Mario, Super Mario RPG. Yeah, where they have to Bowser team up. Team up. Yeah. yeah, I totally, oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah, think I, there's more promise there because you can have more characterizations. Mario will stay the same, and that's fine. But you can do more with side characters, and if they're all together, you can do even more with those combinations, you basically. And that's where they're going with this. I mean, we'll talk about it, I think, maybe a little bit in the B segment, but where where they could go next. But you know what? I still like the 93 movie better because it's more of an adult weird fucking swing at the fences. Yeah. But this is the fineness that like, you know, the first J.J. Abrams Star Wars movie was like, fine. It did the trick. It wasn't bad. It was fine. And that's all this needed to be really to like launch what again will be a dozen movies over the next 10 years. Like it's going to be fucking crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. I hope some of them are funny or good. Uh, <laughs> let, let's. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about more Super Mario Brothers related. And I've got a great. I got a treat. Oh, this episode of the Best Deeds is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right, so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up, you just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi, and once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old, I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old, and they both love their Aura frames, and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family, all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it, I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. You go get a phone. You just want a phone to talk to your friends and family. You're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts and you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech. You know, the contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans. There is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice, easy solution, save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, pay 15 bucks a month? Say bye to your overpriced wireless plan's jaw-dropping monthly bills. The unexpected overages sound familiar? To get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. So one thing that I very much enjoyed about the this film is that even though it is made for a specific group of people, um, all the critics have to go see it. Yes. <laughs> so um, I was very interested to see how the, how critics would start to communicate about video games, which I know that there are many film critics that would prefer not to ever do that or know anything about it. Um, so I just wanted to bring you some of my favorite oh, uh, snippets. I'm very excited. From, from uh, some reviews. Again, not trying to embarrass anybody or put anybody on blast. I'm sure if I've written video game reviews about anything outside of my area of expertise, which it is vast, uh, I probably... This is like a dentist, and someone comes in and like, can you build a house for me? Exactly, right. 
LA Weekly, Super Mario Bros. has been one of the most popular video games for nearly 40 years. And watching this joyous, colorful concoction, it's easy to see see why. Mm, Art nice. House Film Wire. <laughs> <laughs> the Super Mario Bros. movie is super nostalgic, but not super fun. Granted, I haven't regularly played home video games since NBA Jam, circa <laughs> 1995. Fuck yes. I, that's, what I, that's what I'm talking about. That's good it stuff. right out there. Home video games. What a way to end your games. gaming career, though. That's a good one to go out on. Yeah. Mm. 411 Mania. The Super Mario Bros. movie, movie is a joyous event that will bring excitement to all longtime Nintendo fans and players, giving them a new generational story that they can share with their children and families. That's insane. But then it says, <laughs> the movie. this movie is playing with power. Which I appreciate. That's Thank a great you. one. I, I like mean, it's that a cool lot. that Ch- Chat GPT wrote so many reviews for them. I think that's very <laughs> useful. Stu- stuff.co.nz. A breathless, hilarious knockabout action adventure that may be slight on plot, but delivers on thrills and laughs, as well as Easter eggs and fan service for anyone who has played a Mario Nintendo game. <laughs> I love that franchise. <laughs> that would be so much better if instead of their names being Mario, Mario, and Luigi, Mario, if their names were just Mario, Nintendo, and Luigi, Nintendo. That's what we named the company after, guys. <laughs> Minneapolis Star Tribune. In terms of servicing fans who want more of their Super Mario Bros than they can get at home or in an arcade, oh. this movie gets the job done. Oh, my God. They're probably talking about Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games uh, arcade machine at Dave & Buster's. <laughs> yeah, is what I'm assuming. Definitely. Um, none of this. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Washington Post says the artistry is enough to keep children and adults watching. At its eight bit heart, the Super Mario Bros. movie is ultimately about family. Oh, <laughs> excellent. Sure. None of this. Uh, this is from AP. None of this is likely to be enough for every anyone to exclaim. Oh, yeah. While hopping up and down and doffing their cap. <laughs> That's Mario's, my favorite catchphrase from Mario has always been, oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Jumps up and down and repeatedly lifts his hat while saying, oh yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it is an hour and a half's worth of superlative marketing that will whet your appetite for more Mario back home on the couch. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I will say this, I actually totally agree with that. While I was watching this movie, I was like, fuck, I kind of want to play Odyssey again. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Really good. Uh, last two. Variety says its its ingenuity is infectious. You don't have to be a Mario fan to respond to it, but the film is going to remind the millions who are already why they call it a joystick. Yes, dude. <laughs> yes, dude. for sure, dude. Yes. We all love joysticks here in twenty twenty three. You know, you got our number. And lastly, my favorite from CTV News. The Super Mario Bros. movie has all the charm of an unplugged Game Boy. Which is to say, <laughs> now that is fun. Perfect amount of charm. The normal amount. There's yes. a regular amount of charm. Well, how I much was it charged before? A link cable? I mean, yeah, maybe it's it rechargeable batteries or, or what, what is the situation? Yeah, I think it's just regular, all the charm of an unplugged Game Boy. And the you have to buy that plug out. separate. Like, that doesn't come with the yeah. Game Boy. Yeah. Um, so that's that's fun. Anyway, that's all I want. I, I, I saw that last one first. I was like, oh, man. These guys are having to write about it. Can you imagine like a single day as a movie critic and you're seeing Bo is Afraid, Mario movie, (laughs) back to back. (laughs) I would not come out of the other side of that one normal. I would come out of the other side of that one a different person, I think. (laughs) You know, there's a lot of similarities between Ari Aster's Bo is Afraid and the Super Mario Bros. (laughs) Both are a journey. Both have a lot of sort of uh, psychosexual kind of uh, implications. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to open the mailbag, if that's cool by yeah. y'all. I'm going to pour it out well, on the floor. It's full today. Okay, here's what we've got. Uh, this one from uh, Amanda. Familiar. Amanda uh, Herder on Twitter. Who is that? That's what? our business manager, Amanda. Oh, I've spoken to her and worked with her. She's lovely. What's your go-to snack going to be to keep your energy up during your Tears of the Kingdom playthroughs? I don't believe in snacking while gaming. I, I feel the same same, same way. Whoa. Same way. Controller just has gaming at all. It's it's rare to me that I have a chunk of uninterrupted gaming time that is so long that I feel like I need to also plan some of my basic biological instincts and functions around it. Usually it's kind of catch as catch can. Can I add an X factor here? Do you know how some people in Japan, I guess maybe it's spread since then, but some people in Japan game and snack at the same time 
they have some uh, a paid assistant who puts the you know the funyuns. How do how funions. do they do it? Fresh. They use chopsticks. Yeah, oh, yeah. naturally. So Which you don't keep it on your fingers. Is fucking genius. Sense. And why yeah, am I right. not doing this now? That makes perfect sense. Um, I like gamer grub. Obviously, sure. um, if I am going to if I am going to eat a meal while getting my game on as a, a knight of the controller, as I prefer to be called when I'm in full on gamer uh-huh. mode, uh, I uh, I will order breadsticks from Geno's. Oh, I love this. They put the they put a lot, and I'll add, get them with cheese and extra spice. Love and it. And then it's a plate that sits next to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it really makes me feel like I'm treating myself. Mm. And it makes me really happy to like just get a big game going, just a, <laughs> yeah. a big release. Uh, and uh, just eat some Gino's breadsticks. I just can't even eat like that. Once I start, I'm gonna like that's gonna be my focus. Once you pop, yeah, you know, yeah, th- that it's good if it's got like a lot of talking. You ever play games that have a lot of reading or talking? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I do. Do plant. you just ask a plant specifically <laughs> if reading during gaming? Oh I'm just gosh. surprised that you don't need like hydration and maybe occasional nap breaks with some. That's the, what uh, I have the IV for, I have my fluids. Mm-hmm. You know, and I have my catheter, and I'm all good. <laughs> Plant's favorite genre of video game is page turners. <laughs> Sorry, Yo. you just Plant just suggested a sort of gamer situation where you have fluid coming in the IV bag, and then yeah, it's called the perfect sort of circle, one yeah, for bad. one going out into a, a, a stadium, <laughs> pal. The virtuous cycle of Mountain Dew. Yeah, yeah. like um, Waterworld. Um, <laughs> Waterworld. Hey. <laughs> Uh, this one is just a comment about the movie from John Henry. Uh, this was my son's uh, second, he's a two-year-old, uh, first movie theater experience. And he was able to sit down and watch nearly the entire movie without fussing once. Of course, he pooped in the middle of the night and it got everywhere, but that's progress, baby. I, I mean, from a kid, I didn't mention what my kids thought of it, but like they didn't move, like they were transfixed. I mean, I got up several times just to go walk around a little bit inside the theater. Uh, they, they, lo- they, they loved it. They were, they were deeply into it. Um, this one is from Butch. Uh, okay, but did you all watch the D&D movie? And the answer is yes. And the D&D I haven't movie, seen it yet. I hear it's tremendous. It's so good. Uh, it's really good. I'm kind of, yeah. I, yeah. I'm jealous of other role play, role play people yeah, that sure. do like streaming that got invited to the premiere and I, and I didn't. Wow. And that kind of hurt my feelings. It kind of put a bad taste in my Well, we stopped yes. playing D&D, bud. They're bad at it. They're I mean, super pissed off. Yeah, I guess Also, they're all based in Los Angeles. Like, that was easy. Also that. <laughs> yeah, you're paying for an Uber I'd, at that point. I'd, and I'd love it, you know, out in La La Land. It would be a great fit for me. <laughs> but I just don't think I can make this switch at this point. I just want to see you dancing on the highway. <laughs> Nobody else giving a care. Uh, this one's from Buds. What retro game deserve its its own movie? Okay, yes! I was. This is this is a good segue. What did Griffin yell? Okay. I'm sorry, I just I reflexively yelled Gex. It was like an animal. <laughs> it was like a primal. Sorry, I stepped all over you, Russ. The- but Gex, go ahead, Russ. Well, Gex. I was going to say, uh, first of all, Gex is a good choice because it's already basically a movie, so they really don't have to change very much. It's sure, already funny very like cinematic. a movie is. Yeah. And the writing is already top notch. <laughs> um, I guess my question is, which re- uh, there's two co- questions here. One, which retro game could be as financially successful as the Mario movie? Nothing. Is that the <laughs> On Earth. No, I mean, it's a, it's a singular pro. I, I mean, right? Like, nothing could be that successful. I think if there hadn't been a Pokemon movie yet, and they were just mm. now going to do it off of the success of Mario, it has the potential to be more successful. But yeah, and if, if Kid Icarus was ten times as popular, <laughs> then and they made a Kid Icarus movie, then I think that would probably Yo, be better too. I, a bigger a Pokemon movie by Illumination would have made it would have made for a much better movie. I'm not saying it would have yeah. made more money, but there's like that actually Detective Pikachu a story. movie was pretty good. No, he's saying uh, then the Mario movie. Did you guys see yeah. the trailer for Migration? Yeah. Oh my God! What Man. was that, guys? There was this trailer. If you didn't see the movie, has a has a preview for a movie called Migration that looks so boring. It's just about <gasps> ducks like wow. flying south no. or something. No. And the first, it's a two minute long trailer, but the first like minute thirty is them like as- reestablishing their bona fides as a studio. It's like a ninety second long. No, no, no. But trust us, seriously, seriously. No, we made. 
uh, uh, we made Sing, and we made, and it lists like all of their franchises, and then they're like, okay, and here this it is, sucks. our movie about I, ducks. No. Okay, can I be real? I can put a seven-minute just ducks on a pond video in front of my son, and he will stare at it like it's the fucking Oscar-winning movie mm. of the year. Yeah. Also, I I am very excited doing. for this movie because when I get a trailer like that, that is them telling us, "Hey, we get to make one movie for ourselves." We've been doing this for a long time. Is that what it is? We, we've earned you know, it. We've, we've earned to make it. our boring duck movie. Yeah, we're, we're making our Pixar movie. We've, we've made the animals sing for you. We made the Marios. That's we made the Grinches. Let us make one movie. And, and they're like, how are we going to market that? And they're like, everything we've got. <laughs> Let's just show them all the billions of dollars we've made. And maybe that will get somebody to show up to the theater. Um, yeah, it's going to be a fucking duck movie. I don't care. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll probably go see the Doug movie. They're, they're, they don't make that many kids' movies now, which no. sucks. Let me let me ask you this: we'll Do you one. think the next steps for this is basically turning this into the MCU for Nintendo? Like Man, where they'll know. just be yeah. like, at the end of the third Mario movie, fucking Samus's ball rolls past the frame, and that like. I just think I don't. This is I. I wouldn't have predicted that this movie would do as well as it did. So fuck me. What do I know? But I I would say that. I don't feel like they can continue to play this same card over and over again. Like I feel like it's going to have to evolve as like an actual movie uh, a little bit more before it, you start to see like diminishing returns. That's my that's my gut. But. And, but and to that extent, like the way you could potentially do that is you have different movies on different characters that are sort of introduced in this baseline, right? Like it started with Iron Man, and then. This Went movie is there. making so much money. Or they're not going to think about what makes a good story. They're <laughs> yeah, going to make a Donkey Kong TV show. Yeah. And and they're going to make another Super Mario Brothers movie. It'll probably be Super Mario Brothers Galaxy or Su- or you know what? Super Mario Brothers World. They're going to Whatever the fuck like that, that means. <laughs> I, it doesn't mean anything. Like that's again that's how, that's how these things get made. <laughs> what do you mean? It doesn't need to mean anything. I was joking about Kid Icarus, but that might actually be an interesting. That'd be kick-ass, man. Like, Kid Icarus it's Uprising. It's not as reductive. Like, it's not, like, based on, like, you know, you think about, like, XCOM, right? If you turn XCOM into a movie, it's just going to be an alien movie. Alien, right? Like, it's just going to yeah, be. Yeah, I mean, a, they've uh, done that with, like, Need for Speed and stuff. Yeah, they stunk. But it's not, like, what I want, right? I don't want that. I, here's what. Here's the retro game franchise I would like. Castlevania. And I know that was a great anime. Amazing so anime. The time isn't right for that. I'll tell you one, Carmen Sandiego. I feel like it would be a fantastic movie. Yeah. I think that's right. Um, I mean, fucking Bullspot. Blaster Master. Oh my. I don't, know what you, Griffin, I don't know what you want from me. You read my mind. <laughs> I was at, guys, can I say something? It was the first thing that popped into my head. Blaster Master <laughs> was a, not. if you haven't played it, it's a, it's a sort of two, it's a game with two sides. One where you're running around, it's like a platforming and you're little, I think, and then there's also you have like a little tank car that you drive around and you blast up in, but you're like a some sort of like amateur scientist who accidentally shrinks himself down and then has to go on this tank adventure. Yeah, and there are right. a bunch of sequels that have like surprisingly decent story in them. Like yeah, newer the sequels, sequels are good. They're on Switch. Yeah, those they're, games are great. Other platforms, they're very good. Yeah, I would be into that. River um, City Rampage. Let's get let's get fucking gross with it. I guess that was Scott Pilgrim. Fuck, I was just thinking of how awesome it would be to do a Samus anime with, like, no dialogue whatsoever. Mm, Fuck, that would be so cool. That would be cool. Did y'all... Not related to this movie. Well, I get actually related. Charlie Day's Luigi. Have y'all seen the trailer for this Charlie Day movie that he wrote and directed where he doesn't talk? Yeah. Interesting. I want it to be good. It does look interesting. Talk about like a movie that's like, hey, I get to make one thing because I've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, it's definitely, he wrote and directed it and stars in it. It's definitely his like passion project. I want that movie to be good. As Um, much as the 12 hours he worked on (laughs) the Mario movie was also bad. But what an afternoon it was. The the press tour is what you're paid for, for those movies. Yes. You know? That does sound exhausting, actually. (laughs) I don't, I, I, I would rather, yeah, um. So, honorable mentions, anybody play anything else? I'm up um, to the DLC in Dark Souls 3, which I've been replaying, but I had never played the DLC. And fuck, is so anyone good. doing DLCs better than From Software? No. I really don't think so, because those fucking that's, DLCs That's are, Ringed City, right? That's Ringed the, City and also Ashes of Ariandel. Both are amazing. Ringed and City both is are one fucking, of the most dopest like, things FromSoft has ever made. I haven't played since it came out. Like, How hard would it be for, for, for me to get back into it? I would... 
I would start from scratch, which is what I've done, because the Dark Souls 3 fucking holds up and is great, and, and just play until you get to the DLC. That's You know what I've realized while playing these? I think the best time, and I'm going to ignore this for Elden Ring, but I think the best time to play the From Software games is when all of the content is out and you play them together. Because the DLCs are so well integrated into the main game. Yeah. And like the items like pair well with like the other things that are in the main game that, I mean, that's kind of the experience. I always end up playing the DLC or like dipping a toe in and it's been six months since I played the game or whatever it is. And it feels weird and I feel lost and overwhelmed. It's honestly like come to it late and play through them all together. It's great. Um, Maybe I'll do that. I don't know. Um, I have, yeah, I'll tell you what, I'm going to have another update on this next week because I'm going to keep playing it. But uh, in light of the Double Fine documentary, I returned to Psychonauts Ooh. 2 because I felt like I hadn't really given it oh, a yeah. fair shake. Uh, and can I just say, I was like, uh, uh, this must have been a bunch of games coming out at the same time or something because I, I bounced off of it way too quick. I'm really enjoying I'm past the part that I dropped off at last time and I didn't get very far and I'm really, really enjoying it. I think it, um, it has a slow to its peril opening like first three to four hours is just like not the most compelling parts of the game. I I think that is my experience. Yeah, I knew some of the, the, the narrative stuff that was coming a little bit because of the documentary. So I was like able to hang on through it, but it is slow starting. But once it gets to like helmet, I guess was the, the level where with the senses, yeah. you know, um, and that really like resonated a lot and that was like really really effective and it looked amazing I'd, and i'd and, be up for doing yeah. a reassessment episode on that if there's like if a slow season exists at some point this year i think that could be fun. sure yeah and i you know what i never played rhombus ruin either so i mean nobody played you're gonna Rhombus be able Ruin. to play that is it on pc or is it just on playstation vr yeah oh uh, yeah that's a good question actually i don't know anybody else um I have been working my way through, I mean, still Octopath, but also Resident Evil 4 Remake. Um, played a lot of that on Steam Deck while I was traveling. Have now switched to playing it on a TV in my office. And, wow. This game is very pretty. Is it, is it okay on Steam Deck? It, it works perfectly fine on Steam okay. Deck. I am very glad that I'm now playing it on a TV with my headphones on in a dark room. Yeah. Um, it just looks great and on steam deck i really felt like yeah this is an old game this like this does not feel like a new game um but on a tv it, it i don't know the the graphics help a lot in making it feel fancier it's still very much like mechanically i i don't know familiar i guess is the nice way of putting it um but it's good i i'm like not super far still but i'm enjoying it enough that i'm going to keep uh keep to it um yeah it's good anybody else uh, just a little just a lot more potato <laughs> hey i've been playing that too griff oh good, good video game good everyone game. agrees good video game well done potato um, premium i wish they would tweak the like rewards for a good run type thing um Sure. Sometimes I really, I wish it was some like, you know, a lot of these games, a lot of these ass games, you can look forward to like a big uh, payoff when you have a really good run where you get a lot of credits in that. And, uh, you know, you can use that for uh, better gear or skills or whatever. And I'm, there is a system like that for achievements, but I right. wish it was more one to one. But good. Really good. Uh, folks, what are we going to do next week? We're going to be doing Dead Island 2, which Whoa. is. It's shocking. To, I guess there was a spinoff Dead Island, but this is the sequel. It's been in development for like fucking eight years or something, and it's actually finally coming out. Wow. I can't believe it. Okay, who could do the recap here? Because I, I actually just it's can't uh, up to it. I got it. Yeah, that's what I do. Here's everything we talked about. Super Mario Brothers, the movie. No, and then it's called The answered... Super Mario Brothers movie. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> We also talked about Psychonauts 2, Dark Souls 3 DLC, Rotato Premium, Resident Evil 4 Remake. Oh, and we're talking about Dead Island 2 next week. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, folks, that's going to do it for us. For this Wait, week. what the uh, hell? Why does it say you can make sense without a little horse sense at the bottom of the document? Yeah, so I was thinking Griffin mentioned that, like, we need to start doing PSAs for and, and have phrases that don't mean a whole lot. So I came up with 
You can't make sense without a little horse sense. That's good. I I can't believe I got tricked. What is just? I, <laughs> you made that possible, Chris. Let's end the show. I'm Justin McRoy. I'm Griffin McRoy. I'm Chris. <laughs> Wait, what are we doing? That we don't say our names. <laughs> we just went into Mabim Bam. Sure, join us again next week for the besties because the world's best friends pick the world's best. Ba da ba ba ba. Besties!